Welcome back to the TOC Talk, better known as the Table of Confidence. Listen, I am extremely excited about what's being served at the table today. Thank you for joining the conversation for our very first episode of my eight-week series, Rewired Focus. Stay tuned. was creating the content for this rewired focus series I really wanted to be intentional about what we as women really need but before I keep moving in that direction let me just be perfectly clear I absolutely love researching facts and I guess that's just my psychology brain at work but when I make a statement I do my very best to find the research to back it up so in this case let me just put it out on the table because the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. According to several studies, 85% of women have a confidence deficit, at least in one area of their life, whether it's in the workplace, at home, in their family, or some type of social, social situation where they may find themselves uncomfortable. So many women are struggling with deeply rooted feelings of inadequacy. You know, like feeling like they are not enough or for where they forever are trying to just get past that threshold of needing to do more and, and don't know how to do it. Right. And, and that's an overwhelming statistic. And it's time to address this confidence shortage that's happening in women all over the world right now. So, you know, many of us have become like this cover girl posing for a moment that really requires a new level of confidence and a rewired focus. So you'll hear me mention that throughout the series, a new level of confidence or a rewired focus because they're really complementary to one another. And plus, I mentioned these facts in my book. Yes, my book, The Confident Woman in Crisis, 21 Days of Rewired Focus. So I wrote this book as a reference for you to go back and read for yourself. And you'll hear a lot of the information over the next eight episodes that I'll reference from my book. Okay, so I'll keep you posted on the release date. So anyways, we need both confidence and focus to function in the incoming crisis that we may face. But nevertheless, it's important that we, you know, identify these areas where we lack confidence and focus on how to make a comeback or come up in that area. Well, let's talk about the income crisis we didn't even prepare for. I know you guys are probably so tired of hearing it, but it's the reality that we live in right now. This pandemic, the COVID-19, I mean, everything connected to this particular crisis really forced us into this new wave of thinking. Well, at least for me, it did. It, you know, it really interrupted the routines I set in place to keep me on schedule because I have kids and a husband who depends on me to keep these routines. So our family, you know, can function 
as we, you know, envision as normal. And boy, did that go out the window. I wasn't ready to change that part of my life. I like to know and control what's going to happen next. I don't always like surprises because I like to prepare ahead of time because it, it's it, because that is my way of thinking, you know, to make sure that, you know, when things happen, that I'm prepared. So and it happens my way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said a lot there. Now, don't act like I'm not I'm not knocking on your door when I make that confession. OK. All right. I was just checking. But moment of truth right here. We really could all use a focus makeover, especially in like rethinking how we approach family work balance, our faith and how we see ourselves. There has been reports of even some marriages and relationships that that has really taken a hit both emotionally and financially. I don't I mean I don't know. I don't know about you, but my focus, my confidence and faith was completely shaken to the core when we had to adopt this new normality that we were basically just thrown into. Okay, I think for me the most challenging obstacle and possibly for many of you was transforming my mind and like focusing on what I needed to do first. I asked myself several times, what do I need to do first? I even gotten a little perturbed with Stephen Covey talking about begin with the end in mind. But what is the beginning, Stephen? What is it? Tell me that. <laughs> That's, you know, so, okay, but seriously, your first move is critical when you're tempted to identify how to maintain what you already have in place and to keep that intact. I, I know it's difficult to just like slow down our minds just long enough to deal with what's in front of us. I mean, do you, do you wrestle with that? Because as women, we deal daily with so much around us that we forget our own silent battles. We had other incoming crises of our own. Am I telling the truth? That we hadn't even dealt with yet. Okay, so do you ever watch those UFC fights where the fighter gets the advantage once his opponent is against the ropes? I mean, they be serious about that too. I, I really feel sorry for those those guys once they get cornered <laughs> but for some of us that's our confidence that's our confidence on the line getting ready to be taken down in what seems like the the last round of a fight we didn't even petition or purchase tickets for i didn't petition for this i didn't buy tickets for this but yet it chose me as an opponent why because i can beat it even though it looks bigger than me i can take it down and that's the attitude that we need when we're talking about a rewired focus. Don't let this season be a TKO, a technical knockout for you. You know, when dealing with those incoming crises that you thought you had to tuck away or, or put away so that you could help everyone else keep their sanity. Well, what about yours? Okay, so this may sound a, a, 
a, a little bad, but helping others deal with their crisis when you have your own that you even haven't even dealt with will distract you from the real fight long enough where your enemy will gain the advantage over you. You have to know your fight. I'm not saying you can't help out girlfriends and other and others, but you have to make sure that your enemy doesn't get you against the ropes, right? So it takes time to take control of the fight for the next round, but be strategic about your uppercut. <laughs> you may have to swing differently this time, but don't stop until you knock the barrier out of your way or just remove the glass ceiling hanging over your head. You have to name your target. You have to name your crisis that's in front of you right now. So you don't aim at the thing that you really need. Because sometimes we knock stuff out of the way and we really need it. And we think it's an enemy when it really isn't because it's uncomfortable. So I will admit, I name my targets because I have to strategize a plan of attack and execute it for a sure victory. I'm not losing this season. I'm not losing. For the people in the back, I am not losing in this season. There's too much weighing on, on me to make it out alive. And I'm not just going to make it out alive, honey. I am going to thrive and listen. You are not going to barely make it. You are going to make it. You're going to make it out. So we have to change our language. When we're talking about a rewired focus, we have to change the things that we say in the way we see ourselves coming out of the incoming crisis. That's how you rewire your focus. That's how you set yourself up for the big win, even if it means going into overtime. So, you thought it was over, honey. <laughs> that was just the first round and you did good. You did real good. But now you got to get ready for your next. So if and when our confidence takes a hit, because our confidence, you know, it, it is going to be a target at some point, right? Is our conscious duty to nurse it back to health. We need our confidence because it's the gateway to what we believe about ourselves. And it protects the truths that make us who we are. Confidence is first conceived in our minds, which is why we need to slow down our thoughts long enough to focus in on how we plan to pivot for the incoming crisis. I want to warn you because we are good at rehearsing how we got the wounds, right? Or how the crisis tried to take us out. We like to rehearse that sometimes, but be careful not to nurse the obvious that is happening, but be intentional. Ask yourself, where do I go from here? Not why, I, why am I here? Where do I go from here? Now we are at a point where we can invite in the possibility of rewire our focus. So in times past, excuse me, I found it um, rather difficult to just change the pattern of my thinking, especially when I couldn't see the benefit. I don't know about you, but rewiring my normal seemed like 
so much work, but I needed different results. Losing more time or another defeat in the same attempt to move forward for what I was trying to gain was not optional. So ask yourself, what is the risk of rewiring your thoughts? Well, let's see. Adopting a new way of thinking for a desired outcome would be one. Now that, my dear, that's really the golden ticket right there. If we do that, we can take back control of our mind so that we can dismantle any unauthorized mental attacks that engage uncertainty. Now, I'm not insinuating or minimizing that these thoughts aren't real because they are. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I am saying is that we have the power to control the penetration of those thoughts before they take permanent root in disabling our process that leads to that million dollar ideal. Now here comes my psychology brain again, because research shows that our beliefs are formed as a result of how we think. So in other words, if we entertain any self limitations about what we can't do, we usually end up with those same old beliefs, possibly long-term. Whatever we think is what we become. That's what we've been taught. Because we determine our quality of life by the decisions we make. Yet our mind will always shop for bargains. Be careful of that and look for the best deal at that moment. So, you know, we love walking around the sales rack because we look for something that we can afford. Well, at least I know I do, especially if I'm on a budget. <laughs> so rewire our focus will always cost us something. It could be our time, our, our friends, our relationships, family, or maybe even our current positions of control that we are afraid to walk away from. So listen, I'm learning how to train my mind to recognize when the solution is laced in fear, doubt, or maybe both. In different situations, we are all confronted with the choice to silence our fear or to feed our confidence. You got to think about it. Which one are you going to choose today? So as I get ready to come to a close, I really just want to leave you with just three how to's. Three how to's. How to. Um, deal with incoming crisis because they are going to come. None of us, none of us are exempt. None of us are exempt. So one of my favorites starts with an affirmation. Affirmations are our daily mantras that serve as reminders of what we should be focusing on. All right. So you got to tell yourself in the mirror, that I am confident, I am focused, I am strong, and I am amazing. You may want to throw in my, I am beautiful too, because you are. <laughs> so, and then the second, the second, and you know, this is okay. You know, when you're having those days where you have negative thoughts, you know, I call it trash talk. You got to write it down and then toss it away. 
because at least you confronted it. At least you, you know, said this is what you were feeling. Because, see, sometimes when we have things that come through our mind, you know, we're taught to just uh, try to throw it out and forget about it. No, we need to deal with it. We need to understand why we're even thinking that way. So, I mean, because you'll be shocked to learn how many negative thoughts a day that we experience. On an average, I think I read that um, we have anywhere from 12,000 to 60,000 negative thoughts per day. So writing them down, you'll, you'll not only realize how prevalent negativity is in our thought process, but it also helps us to exercise those, um, to get rid of those thoughts once and for all. But until you confront that you're actually having them, you'll continue to have them because you have to learn um, when they eat, when they emerge and when they come up to replace them with what you want them to be. All right. And then lastly, you have to get rid of the toxic people in your life that continues to remind you of the negative things that's happening around you or that causes you to have anxiety. And they're really just pushing you, uh, you away from what you're trying to focus on. And sometimes when we have certain relationships of, of people that have high anxiety or they're always worried or, you know, just don't have their emotions under control, that stuff rubs off. So you have to be intentional about the people that you surround yourself with. All right. So confident woman, we're not exempt from crisis. It's going to happen as long as we live. But what we do and who we are is what a crisis teaches us. So, yep, the crisis is going to knock on the door. And sometimes by random selection, it's used to test the strength of who we say we are. And so this isn't always a bad deal because we, you know, we need challenges to find um, to find out who we are so we don't get too comfortable in what we think we know. And there's always room to learn and grow more. So here's what I know. Here's what I know. We have to be willing to do the work, even when the odds are stacked against us. Those challenges or that income and crisis it's what makes our confidence durable and so that we can stand against any Goliath that tries to step to us. And so I've learned the ability to transcribe our confidence into the mode of our being that will absolutely give us the power to connect to where we need to go. You know why? Because you and me, we are built to last and we shall have whatever we say all right I hope this was good for you and you know we're at the end and that's all I have for today so listen I want you to make it a great day and don't forget to rewire your focus for where you're trying to go all right until next time